behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix It Radio. All right, it is that time. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Yes, it's a live show today. Back from the SEMA show. Took a few days off and went down there to do the automotive end of things, which some of that applies to what we do here on Fix-It Radio as well. So I'll talk a little bit about that uh, maybe during this hour, but for sure during Drive Radio here in just a few minutes. If you're listening on Tuesday, thank you for that as well. Text line 307 And yes, today is November the 4th. Do not forget tonight to turn your clocks back. If you don't, it's really no big deal. You'll just be up an hour earlier than everybody else because that's what happens when you fall back. Now, the downside is it's stinking dark, too stinking early. We'll talk about some lighting and things like that as well today given the fact that that's what's going on. I had an electrician who was going to join me today, but some things came up last minute, but I can cover a few things along those lines as well as far as the lighting goes given that daylight saving. It's not savings, by the way. Everybody wants to say savings. It's singular. Daylight saving time. You're not savings it over and over and over again. It's a one-time thing that we're going off of. We start that in March, runs all the way till now. Now, I am one that I wish it ran all year long. I'd be fine with that. Just jump ahead, leave it there. I'm good. I don't like standard time, me personally, especially where we are here. Now, if you're in... Arizona or someplace like that, I understand why they don't do it because of their you know hot days and so on, and they live just fine on standard time, and I get it. And for those of those naysayers out there that would say, well, it's just too hard to do for just one state to be off on its own. Well, Hawaii doesn't switch. Parts of Indiana don't switch. Arizona doesn't switch. So yes, it can be done. It's we live in a very modern digital age to where you can figure all of that out and the, the you know, airlines and all of that can all be programmed in to do it. It's not a big issue. We could do it here as well. We could stay on daylight saving time all year long. But for whatever reason, typically politics, it really doesn't have anything to do with common sense. It's usually political things. And there's some some nannies out there that run around, some negative Nellies that run around and talk about, well, when kids will have to be at the bus stop in the dark. They're going to be there one way or the other. Get used to it. That's my motto. I hate driving home. I mean, I'm going to drive home in the dark regardless because the day, you know, the daylight is so short in the wintertime anyways. But this being dark at like 430 in the dead of winter stinks. Yeah, it would be 530. I know it's still dark, you know, by dinner time but still that extra hour at night is really nice and i love when it comes back now a lot of folks don't because you lose quote unquote lose an hour of sleep which i've never understood it's like okay so just go to bed an hour earlier how is that a big deal you're not losing anything and you can't store up sleep and you can't get it back so this whole 
you know, well, it messes up my sleep pattern for a week. Well, people travel and get on airplanes and do all sorts of things where the time difference is there. They seem to get by just fine. You know, millions of people do it on a regular basis. Why is it that, why is it that big of a deal? But anyways, I, I digress. Maybe talk about that on Health and Wellness Wednesday uh, on Rush to Reason. And yes, for all of you listening that may not know that we have multiple shows that we do. Charlie is always my engineer. Uh, Larry, by the way, is normally here to answer phones, but he's... Got some things going on, and he will not be with us today. We still have lines open. You can call and talk about anything, 303-477-5600. Text line 307-282-22. But, yes, I've got this show, uh, Ready Radio, on Friday afternoons from 2 to 3, which is a preparedness show. Sort of dovetails into some of the other things we do here in Drive Radio. Of course, Drive Radio from 10 to 1 every Saturday. It'll follow us up here uh, momentarily, here as soon as we're done with this show. And then, of course, Rush to Reason, which we do daily. Uh, plays from 3 to 7, the first hour replays from 6 to 7. So it's a three-hour live show every day from 3 to 6. And we talk pretty much everything, including some of the things that we're going to talk about here today as well, like daylight saving time, lighting, some some of that kind of stuff. So if you have a question, anything going on around the house that you need help with, questions on, you name it, today would be a great day to get some of that maintenance stuff done. I don't know what the weather is going to be looking like next week. We had some decent weather, I think, until about Wednesday. So today's going to be an absolutely fabulous day. I think a high of around 64, 65. Next week can be a little cooler. High of 47 is what my app says. Sunday, 49. So not a, not a super warm weekend next week, so, or next weekend, I should say. So if you're wanting to do some things, today would be the day to get out and make some of those things happen. And again, it's the last day for you to have the little bit longer daylight tomorrow. Starting Sunday, you'll lose that hour of daylight. You, quote-unquote, gain an hour of sleep, but you lose that daylight at the end of the day. So just keep that in mind as you're out doing things this weekend. And most people know that that the time, you know, the clock's changed tonight, but just in case you don't, yes, that is tonight. And it's a little bit weird because it's the first weekend of November, but I believe we switch back over the second weekend of March. I, I have to go look at the calendar, but I'm pretty sure that's the way that works. So used to be it was longer, uh, you know, used to be that daylight saving ended sooner and and didn't switch over as early, but they've made that time change, you know, the, however many days were on it, they made that change several years back. So that's how it works. So several things for you today. Again, lighting being one of those, as again, we get into the uh, the darker early evening darkness is what I should say. It won't be that much longer, uh, roughly a month, it'll be dark by about 4.30, 4.45 at night. And it's important to have good lighting at all times, especially for the theft sides of things. Now, I've got something to talk about among the theft side, which sort of coincides with drive radio but i think it helps on fix it radio as well because it's a big topic i'll probably even cover it on rush to reason the most interesting device that i saw at sema and i didn't bring the material with me today because i'm going to reach out and actually do an interview in the next week or two if you want to know more about it you'll have to text me and i'll get you the information later tonight but the most interesting item that i saw in all of sema was probably the smallest item that was there in all of SEMA. Again, SEMA is the Specialty Equipment Manufacturers Association. Most everything to do with the automobile is there, and some things that have nothing to do with the automobile are there as well. Lots of tools and you name it. Garage signage, man cave stuff, 
cars, the manufacturers, and not all. Toyota was the was the biggest there. Usually GM, Ford, all of those folks are there. They were not this year. They weren't last year either. It's very expensive, by the way, for them to do so. Uh, at any rate, everything car automotive related is there. And again, some things that are not. So the smallest, I think probably the smallest item there outside of software was a device that a Canadian company, a couple of some guys up there, have invented, and it was really interesting. And again, I'll get these guys on to do an interview here in the coming weeks. And the reason why I say it's the smallest item there, it's the size of the battery in your remote start key fob, your, you know, your, your unlock-lock key fob for your car. And you might say, okay, so is it a new battery? What's the deal here? It's actually a device that you take the battery out of your key fob, you put this device on top of the battery, surround the battery, basically. It's like a little Faraday cage for the battery. It's got a microchip in it, a processor. And what this device does is it turns off, deactivates the battery in your key fob after three to five minutes of sitting still. And some of you may think, okay, big deal. Well, a lot of thieves are capturing the signal that really is coming out of your key fob at all times. They'll roam around neighborhoods, and you may take them. You know, that's why they tell you to put your key in a you know, faraway place in the house or put it in its own little Faraday box or whatever the case may be. There's a lot of thieves that will roam around different homes, neighborhoods, I should say, trying to pick up the signal coming out of the key fob. And in doing so, have the ability then to make another key fob and steal your car and or they just intercept the they just intercept it and recreate it and off they go and they'll worry about the key fob and the key and all that later and yes that has happened and yes that theft is on the rise we talk about it on drive radio quite a bit i've talked about it on rush to reason as well and here on fix it radio why is that important well because driving and having a car and where you park it and what's going on is a big deal i will get them to do an interview get you the pricing on it they do different pricing depending upon how many they buy, how many you buy and there's two different sizes. They have determined that there's only two different sizes of batteries in key fobs. So you just figure out what batteries in your fob and you buy that particular device for it. And it gives you protection when your car is parked, especially at home. It's most likely not going to do much when you're out you know, in a parking lot and you've activated, unlock, lock, all of that. Yes, that's another area where these thieves can pick up the signal. It's more designed for those thieves that are roaming around different neighborhoods at night trying to pick up signals and then steal the car. In fact, the owner of the company, I think what really got this fully started with them was his Ford Lightning was stolen out of the front driveway in this manner. So anyways, I'll have them on at a later date, interview them. I'll let you guys know exactly when that's going to be. And even if I do an interview uh, and Charlie and I could cut that out and even put it on Fix It Radio as well. But out of all of the things that I saw, that one was the most intriguing and to me solved as many problems as, you know, or solved the most problems of most of the other products that, that I ran into. And again, you see a lot. And I'll talk about some of those different things, although I will also tell you that the show in and of itself, last year was a big deal because it was kind of the big first year 
uh, first first year I should say big year out of seam or out of uh, COVID that was for SEMA last year. This year seemed like it was down some, and I don't know if that was just because it, trade shows can kind of be an every other year thing for some people. They don't go every single year, and this year seemed to be like the traffic was down some. I don't know if some of that was also driven. You know, because of the economy, things like that. The overall size of the show was roughly the same. But to me, the attendance was not as high as I've seen it in years past. So just, just, a, side, just a side note. All right. Some things that you may want to do around the house. There's another item that we talk about on Drive Radio quite a bit. But it applies here. And if you're somebody that is very particular and or you just want to be cleaner all winter long... The mats that you put down under the car in your garage are wonderful. I drug mine out last weekend, got them all put out. I don't use them all year long. I take mine, make them last longer. I take them out during the winter months. I store them away, and then I put them back out during the winter months. So I store them for summer, put them back out for winter months. And if that's something that you do, now is the time. If you've not done that and you've thought about it, I will tell you one of the best things I've ever bought in my entire life. I've got several of them uh, to put under the different vehicles that we own and drive, and it is a game changer. It really does change how clean not only the garage is, but on top of that, then what is in the garage typically tracks into the house as well. So in my world, it's one of those things where they are definitely worth having, and I would I would highly, highly recommend if, you, if you're somebody that parks in the garage and you drive in the slop and, and such that we have in the winter months, I would get some of those, if not one for each vehicle. And I'll explain how that works and, and which ones to buy here in a moment as well. Bill, though, you're up next. Go ahead, sir. Well, I can't believe it. Perfect topic. Hey, uh, uh, fluorescent light bulbs. Cause yes. I get some that are probably at least 10 years old and they're starting to flicker. Any difference in the bulbs that they're selling these days? On the fluorescents? Yeah. Anything I should look for? If it were me, I'd switch over, and they make lots lots of just bulbs themselves, Bill, where you don't even have to change anything else but just slip the LED inside of where the fluorescent would have been. That's what I've done with all of mine. They'll fit with a fluorescent light, though? Yes. Okay, because this is like 10 feet up in the air with nothing around. Yep, and whether it be a 4-foot... Eight foot, you know, whatever it is. Yes, they, they make either a bulb that already has all the conversion wiring in it where you just plug it in. Uh, some of them you do have to wire around the ballast. There's a lot, though, Bill, where it's literally everything's built into the bulb. You just push, you just put the bulb in and away you go. Right into the fluorescent fixture. Correct. Okay. Okay. And that's what I've done. I've, I've, I've stopped using fluorescent bulbs completely. Yeah, like For lots of reasons. You know, wintertime, they have to warm up, all of that. The fluorescence, or, you know, the, the LEDs are so much better. This is, this is in a vaulted ceiling. Yep. My son borrowed the ladder and didn't bring it back. Oh, boy. Well, you need that. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. And really quick, Bill, before I let you go, I did drive the new GMC version of the Colorado, the Canyon. Drove it down today with a 2.7 turbo engine. Fabulous, by the way. Is that right? Yep. Yep, yeah, no complaints I, so far. I've only driven it, you know, just drove it from home to here this morning, but that trip alone, yeah, I'm going to enjoy driving the truck. It's great. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of leaning to keeping the one I got. You know, it's got a 1,000 miles on it. I, I could just pay it off. And you it, could, but you know, your call, just, just telling you, it worked. The 2.7 works very well. well. I want the turbo, you know. It works great. 
Okay. Thanks All right, Bill. No, appreciate you very much. Have a great one. Mike and Highlands Ranch, you're next. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, John. Um, thank you for another great show. Thanks, Mike. As it relates to, to uh, being in the house. The garage mats, which I've been using for the last 10 years, are the greatest yep. thing since sliced bread. I agree. And, and, and I, I couldn't agree with you more. The most fascinating. Now, I, I leave mine in year-round, but I take them out in the summer and take some uh, dish soap and some water and a yeah. little, uh, you know, a broom brush, and I yep. wash them off, dry them out, clean the garage out, and put them back. Now, having said that, uh, uh, what, how does that relate to the home? You just nailed it. You can't believe what falls off of your oh. vehicle for oh. the winter around yes. here. And builds up in those things, and you don't want to trek that into your house. Nope. It is some nasty stuff. Between the mag chloride and the various sands and things, it's just insane, and you don't want that in your garage either. No, and you're able to, and just to make sure I explain this to everybody, these mats have a foam uh they you know they they create a lip around the edge that contains all the water it's foam so when you drive over it you don't even know you've done that but it contains everything of course since it's foam it just expands right back out once the tire's done you know driving over it and they make these mike where different sizes of course so depending upon the vehicle that you're parking on top typically made to where as you climb out of the vehicle you just put your foot out over the mat so you're not even stepping down in the water when you get in and out in case you're getting into where it's been melted before or you know maybe it's been a couple yeah, of days right. it's cold you haven't had a time to push all that off mike you can climb in and out of the vehicle without ever touching that water that's on the mat absolutely and i that is a very good point and it it comes in handy and it is handy now on another interesting one that you don't think about now my garage is heated so uh, Likewise. The, uh, there is, the, you know, when it when you get the water dripping down and you get it so you want to push it out of the garage, which you do, I, there's some that I leave because the humidity that is created is wonderful. Yes, yes, good point. I mean, good it's, point. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, it'll you, fog you up all the windows little... in the garage and all that, so you know there's much more humidity in there than there was prior, which kind of worked its way into the house, which is not a bad thing. Well, it's not a bad thing in this part of the world nope. to have some humidity in your garage, Correct. particularly with you. You got leather interiors and a few other things. Correct. Dry is one of the things that doesn't help. Uh, some of the things in cars, like rubber and great leather, point. and you know, yep, great point. And it's just a little side that I discovered because I didn't push the water out one day and. And I, I came back a week later, and I went, oh, my goodness, this is very nice. Yes, yes. And, and, to you, and again, to Mike's point, for all of you that are listening, most of the mats that you buy actually come with their own little squeegee. I use a push broom like you do, Mike, but they come with a squeegee yep, where yep. you can squeegee that water out. Now, of course, you have to do that and be careful because if it's a super cold day and you've pulled in and all that water's melted, you don't want to push that out to your driveway because it's going to make it all icy. So you have to wait until we've got above freezing temperatures to do so. So to your point, Mike, you may be driving in and out of that with a little water on it for a day or two. You know, Typically here in Colorado, that's only going to be a day or two. It warms back up. You push the water out and away you go. But yeah, while the water's sitting in there, it, it's sort of this little mini humidifier. Yeah, no, that's a, and that's a great point with the squeegee and, and the frozen on the driveway. That's another great point. But those things, uh, 
glad I, I tried them. And they cut, you're Best right, thing ever, Mike. Best thing ever. Yeah. For those of you that don't have them, uh, and, mo- and they've come down, by the way, Mike, they've come down probably half, which is amazing with inflation. What you and I paid for them 10 plus years ago, they're no more money and probably less actually in considering inflation than when you and I bought them. Because with anything, the more they make, the cheaper they get. They're, you can buy a yeah. pretty yeah. decent quality mat for most cars, 125 bucks. Oh, absolutely. And and. So I, I will let you go, but man, uh, what the one of the greatest products best thing ever. Spread. That's right. Yep. Mike, thanks, man. I appreciate it very much, and thanks for the call. Norm, hang tight. We'll come right back. I'll answer your question about my trip in a moment. We'll be right back. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ five sixty. Got too much debt, but a low rate on your mortgage. Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough. Need relief now. Take aim. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. 
With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, re-inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadwick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Don't forget, by the way, if you need any eye care at all, Alan Stack at Stack Optical is the place to go. You heard his commercial a moment ago, but really, anything you need, eye exam to having him make whatever you need, even custom-wise, he can do it all, 303-321-1578. Norm, you're next. Good morning, John. Good morning. I I know you saw the sphere. But did you go inside? I did not. I we were thinking about doing it, and honestly, I had you know just enough other things on my plate that no, we did not. I actually wish we had. It looks we were you know just down the road from it. We stayed at the Trump Towers, which somebody was just asking a moment ago what that was like. And I'll really quick a plug for Trump Tower in Vegas. No casino. Very nice. Very quiet. The staff is excellent. I'll I'll just tell you, Norm, not because it's a Trump property, but one of the nicest experiences in a hotel i think i've ever had wonderful it was great and i got but to look right out at the is, sphere at night it was it was well at night day whatever but at night it really lights up and is very cool yeah the thing is very amazing it really is three billion dollars huge yeah, wow. now the biggest downside right now to vegas and somebody also asked me about this a moment ago is and i'm a car guy <laughs> and i love racing i love f1 and all of that but i tell you what whoever thought that putting the F1 race down the strip was an absolute utter moron. And it was had to do with the casinos and wanting, you know, more revenue, people coming and gambling and doing all of that, although I think they've been very short-sighted on all that norm. And all they did was frustrate the majority of locals and probably a lot of folks even visiting. Uh, they, I think, are going to end up frustrating more people and turn them off rather than turning them on, which is the idea of having a race like that there in the first place. Agreed. They could have started it there and finished it there. They could have done like an end of it or something, yeah, but to do it right there. Around the sphere, I couldn't get in, and uh, just time frame. 
and the stands that they are building yep. are amazing. And they yep. say that the, the pit is going to be the biggest room that Formula has on a circuit. Wow. I mean, it's cool. There's no doubt with, you know, no doubt how they're doing all of it is very, very cool. I just think they could have picked a better spot to run the race rather than right down the middle of the strip. Yep. Anyway. Anyways. Fun city. No, good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's one of those cities where you're, you know, kind of exciting as soon as you get there, but in a way, can't wait to get home. <laughs> yep. At least all for right. me. I'm not a Thank gambler, you. so it doesn't do much for me as far as that goes, Norm. Yeah, unfortunately, I made a donation. Now, there you go. That's all right. N- nothing wrong with that. All right. Thanks. Norm, thanks. Appreciate it very much. Yep. For all of you, somebody also asked, well, do you, what do you do when you're there? No, I'm not a gambler. So that's just, I am not, and I know a lot of folks are, and I've never been judgmental against people that do. It's just not my thing. So I'm just not that guy. Joe, what's going on? John, I don't know if you've covered this uh, today or in a previous show, but if you didn't, uh, check and replace your humidifier pad last spring. Now's the time you want to do it. True. Uh, and wipe and change your air filter. And you also probably want to check your uh, little condensate pump um, uh, box because it's probably full of algae and dead flies in there. And you don't want that. Yeah, it's going to be kind of nasty. Either. Probably you're right. Yeah. And by the way, I don't know if Dan is. I don't know if Dan ever checked his or not. <laughs> it's, it's been about three years, but. Uh, you know, you can order replacement off Amazon, uh, but, you know, if you haven't, I mean, after one year, you hopefully, by the way, you shut the water off and you haven't been trying to humidify your house all summer while you were running your air conditioner. But um, so now's the time. New pad in your in your whole house humidifier, new filters in your furnace. Uh, check your that little tank where the uh, little float ball in there. And again, if that plugs up, you're going to have a flood in your basement. Yeah. So you want to do that. So you want to do all that stuff. Great point. Um, John, going back to garages for a minute, I, you know, what I did, uh, you know, I, I could have done on top, but I did that uh, that coat, that uh, epoxy coat. I had a company come mm-hmm. in. I had tried and, and given up on the Home Depot. I tried two or three different Home Depot products. Waste the money. You might yeah. get a year, two years out. Yeah, they don't work. Uh, they, they don't work. Now, six years ago when I did my three-car garage, it was 3600 bucks. Uh, it's probably more than that now, but oh, the stuff yeah, is- you'll you'll spend yeah. on a typical, you know, in today's world, typical three car garage or so, uh, Joe. It's about five k now. But uh, John, it's worth if you can afford it. Worth every penny. Oh, you just yes. hose it off. You know, take a push broom. Nothing sticks, and it sparkles. And that price uh, that I quoted, and probably you know, that includes they'll carry out everything that isn't nailed down. I mean. The, you know, freestanding cabinets, a workbench, they'll they'll carry it all out for you. You just can't drive on it for a day. Right. But you know, what a what a joy to uh to clean that off, you know, just to you yep, know, I've seen I, I'm I'm never, I'm I'm that guy and I use the mats on top of that. Yeah, and you can do both. Um but in terms of improving the uh the value of the house I think it. I think it adds something when people come in. I and, would think so. It's the the, uh, the cur- it. if nothing else, Joe, the curb appeals better. Curb appeals much better when you see that beautiful. You know, we had kind of a a yellow with brown and gold yep. flakes yep. in it. It just it just really popped. It yep. was it was it was nice. And so, for some of you guys listening, you, they have the ability now to even polish your. You know, if you're one of that guy, you can polish the concrete, put a coating on it, and not have any. Joe, there's you name it, they can now do it. 
Well, and when they did mine, they, the first thing they did was with those big diamond grits. They did, in fact, uh, you know, polish the, the, the raw concrete. before. Yeah, they in fact, I was going to say a moment ago, if you're thinking about having it coated, don't put anything on it. You'll actually save money by not, not only in the product that won't work in the first place, but you have to, they have to remove all of that old product. So, Joe, if you're, if you're going to go your route, my suggestion is leave it alone until you do that. Right, leave it alone, and when they come, if, if they're a good company, they'll come with these big, they look like big floor polishers, you know, with the, uh, you know, three-foot buffer wheels on them, but it's a diamond grit, and they will absolutely grind down your floor, smooth it out, uh, and then put that two-part uh, two epoxy, two epoxy down. And yeah. again, John, you're probably right, five grand for a three-car Yeah, garage. and the other thing they'll they, do, which is it's usually optional, but let me tell you, it's well worth doing it. There's a product now where they can actually fill all of the uh, joints that you've got in the concrete floor, and it still expands and contracts with the floor itself because concrete changes throughout the year as far as what the temperature is, Joe. But they've got a product now they can even fill all the cracks to where everything then is nice and flat and there's not even any seams. Yeah, uh, and it, which just makes it much better. Again, I appeal. Um, hey, John, one last thing on LED bulbs. Uh, I don't know how many people have high bay. I had an indoor riding arena where I had the old, uh, uh, I forget, what was the? Uh, so, uh, metal, metal, hi- metal, halide. metal highlight is what they usually are. Sodiums, yeah, even the sodiums, make, the, the, either one of those. They now make a plug-and-play LED light, uh, so you can just, you just get up there and just, you know, so so I did that in my arena, uh, you know, and by the way, the old ones cost a fortune oh, to yeah. run because only 10%, only 10% of the energy gets converted to light, the other 90% gets converted to heat. Right. And of course, they take a long, they take, just like the fluorescent, you turn them on, it, it takes two minutes for those things to get up to full brightness. Correct. Uh, with the LEDs, are a lot cheaper to run and they're instant bright, so if you have a facility or a garage or, a, you know, some sort of... Um, business where you've got yep, high shop anything like that yeah change those over change those over and again it's plug and play just get up and you don't have to you don't have to go you you can wire the ballast out of the system but they have now that where they work with the ballast so right. uh, you don't have to spend money on an electrician just unscrew the old one plug the new one in and they're fantastic yep so they work well all, all i got john john joe appreciate you very much as always thanks and John and Cheyenne, you're next. Go ahead, John. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, w- welcome back. Thank you, sir. Hopefully you had a good trip. Um, you, you mentioned staying at a Trump property. Very That's nice. He made his money in hospitality, whether yeah. it's Trump Tower in New York or it was one of the Trump Taj Mahal back in the day in Atlantic City. He goes out of his way to make people feel like they want to come back to his properties. And that's what he did best. Yeah, I'll you tell know. you what, it, I was pleasantly surprised. I don't know really what I expected, John. I mean, I don't know. I've been in Vegas, yeah. you know, been going there, been going to SEMA since I figured out when I was there since 1987. So, I mean, I've watched Vegas change wow. a lot over the years. That's how long I've been going to SEMA. And, you know, it won, you know, really watched a lot of the hotels along the Strip, you know, go up over those years from, you know, Excalibur to... Uh, to you name it. I mean, I've watched New York, New York. Oh, we yeah. watched all those get built back in the day and have stayed in a lot of different places over the years. And I will tell you, uh, with all of that, this hotel, the Trump International there, no casino in it. It's just a hotel. 
It's conveniently positioned, by the way. That's the other thing I like about it. Uh, it is, John, one of the, in my opinion, one of the nicest hotels I've ever stayed in. Well, I, I don't doubt it. Um, my wife and I had tickets to a Broadway show, you know, when we were living in New Jersey and I was working in New York. And we stayed at the Plaza, which is owned by Trump. Um, and he took after he took it over and renovated, it was magnificent. Yeah, and my wife just texted and said, yes, you're right, John. The employees make it where you want to come back, unlike a lot of other places. Yep. And that's because he, you know, people say, oh, he's not a great boss. But actually, if you talk to his employees, they like working for the Trump Corporation. Uh, Well, it's funny. We were having breakfast one morning and just went up to the bar and started talking to the bartender and got lots of different information from him on all of that and uh, you can just tell, John, they all enjoy their jobs. I, there's, I, you cannot fault that end of it at all. They, they very much enjoy their jobs. Okay. Yeah. So I had one comment on what you opened the show with, daylight saving time. Yes. Um, my wife laughs at all you people. <laughs> Being a flight attendant for yeah. 35 years. Yeah. She, she just looks and says, really? I don't know what time zone I'm going to sleep in every day when I'm working. Let her on, you know. But so she does, she laughs when she hears people complaining about the ta- the one hour. Time I don't get it, John. I, I'm with her. It's like well, people travel and do stuff all the you know all the time. All these naysayers that don't want to do the change you know permanently one way or the other because it's some sort of a you know sleep screw up. Have they never been on an airplane? Uh, have they never traveled more than two time zones? Well, thank you, know? you John. Exactly. <laughs> well, we learned when we lived on the East Coast just to say this. The worst thing you could do would be flying from the East Coast to Hawaii in one day because wow. that will suck the life out. That's a big one. That, that's a lot yeah. of hours difference. Yes, it is. So, But more than that, just a long flight. So what we used to do is fly to the West Coast, spend the night, and then fly to Hawaii, and it made it reasonable. But, like, here's a tip for anybody. If you're traveling to another time zone, you have to, no matter what it is, like when we go to Hawaii, we make sure that we stay up at least until the same time we go to bed at home. Got and it. And you will immediately shift your clock. Yeah, and, and you know what, John? It's funny. We, we do exactly the same thing. It's, it's hilarious. We do the same thing. The, the, we did it one time. We took that long flight from the East Coast. And we said, oh, we'll take a little nap, and then we'll go to dinner. And we woke up like seven hours late. Yep. yep. <laughs> Never again. Same thing if you're going to Europe. It's, a, it's an overnight flight. Try to sleep as much as you can, but when you get there, don't go to don't go to your hotel, check in, and say, all right, I'm going to lay down for an hour because you're not. You're going to sleep through the night. The best thing is to just go out and push yourself at least until, yep. you know. Uh, you know, I, and it's funny, funny you say that when, you know, I plow snow or do things along those lines, and sometimes, you know, you can have a late night yeah. storm or it doesn't, sure. uh, not much anymore because of the boys doing everything. Do I have to do an all-nighter? <laughs> but I've learned even if you do an all-nighter, don't go home. Don't take a nap. Don't do any of that stuff. Just push yourself through. Go back to bed at the normal time you would go to bed at, and you'll get right back on schedule. Right. Or you can even go to bed an hour earlier than normal. Yeah, that's that fine. Way. But I don't. I don't just. You yeah. know, I don't go home and crash or do anything like that. I push myself to be on the same schedule if I can. Yeah, because like when my wife does a Europe, she'll work all night. Now she doesn't get to sleep on the plane because she's working. Right. She gets to. Her- hotel and she'll lay down but she sets an alarm for like a two-hour nap and then she stays up until you know late they usually because europe if you've been to europe you know they go out to dinner late you know eight right. nine ten o'clock at night in some countries so 
the, the whole crew will do that, and they'll say, "All right, we'll meet in you know we'll meet in the hotel lobby at five, say," and then they'll stay up and stay out until ten, eleven o'clock because you know they're coming right back the next day. But John, I, I did call. It's, this is actually a ready radio. Sure, we're getting we're getting bids on a thirty by forty pole barn style nice. garage. Nice. Okay, I'm seeing anything between like fifty eight and seventy k. Yep. Do you think that's in the ballpark? The seventy is a little high for you know that's what twelve hundred square feet, thirty by forty. That's a little high, yeah. I think. I mean, now let me ask you this: Are you looking at you know is that interior finish, insulation, no, no electrical, the finish. whole nine yards? Uh, no interior finish. The electrical run from you know the bottom of the meter. Well, the, the breaker under the meter can. There's three pulls in there. Okay. To where it's going to be. So is that lighting in, or any of that, or is that just the barn? That well, the electrical, uh, cement floor, uh, the garage door, the a walk-in door, and the construction of the of the prop. The seven know, the, for a pole barn, the seventy seems high to me. That's what I thought too. I thought fifty-eight was more reasonable. Fifty-eight's even a little high. I mean, really, you ought to be able to get that building built complete for fifty or less. Now, I know prices have gone up and so on, but on a pole barn, and I'm assuming it's just a wood pole barn, you should be able to do that cheaper than that, John. I'd keep shopping. I think that's still high. Okay. Yeah, because it's I. So I went in. I don't know if you you. I went into Menards. Yep. And they have where you can order your own pole barn kit. Okay. Right. And I, so I just sat there at the computer for 15 minutes and ran through it, and they came out to about 18 grand for the materials. And you got to labor to so put it together, huh? Then you got labor to put it up. To, yeah, you got to hire floor. a contractor. Yep. So that's why we were thinking just going with one of the contractors or the you know the construction companies up here around in Cheyenne, right. And get a price. I also would go just just for grins, John. Look at some of the national companies that will also give you a quote: General Steel, Morton, et cetera. Morton will be the highest, of course, because they make a very okay. nice uh, building. Although some would tell you those other buildings even nicer than theirs. But I, I do a little more shopping. I still think that fifty eight is high. Okay, and the, all right, sounds you know, and that's everything, including the cost of him pulling the permits and uh, you know sure. the online yard. Sure, they're doing yeah, which. Mm-hmm. Which, again, is there is some cost that although in your area, by the time you get plans from a, a, uh, a building company, it's not tough to pull permits because they're getting all that stuff anyways. All the engineering stuff's already pre-done on one of those. So there's really not oh, much yeah, cost yeah. there. Yeah, they're just doing all the legwork. So That's all they're doing, yeah. And again, not, yeah, not saying you don't want to do that, but it's not that difficult to do and just make sure they're not charging no. you more than you know a thousand bucks or so to do all that because if they are you can do it yourself right right yeah that's and that's in the breakdown because they like to give you these quotes with the total amount and i asked one of them for a breakdown yes and he never got back to yeah me. no i i would break it down as well what's yeah, the, the concrete guy. costing me because here's the other thing john you could you could do a little bit of that stuff yourself i mean you can get the concrete done without even a permit because there's no permit required for for that, so you could get everything specked out and done, and even hire some things out yourself and save money. So look at the breakdown. Yeah, and the, the other thing I was, and that also included them coming out uh, the fifty-eight. It also included them coming out to uh, prep the spot. 
Got it. The leveling and such, yeah. And, and again, I don't know what you – and this is where the unknowns for me are. I don't know how level your spot is and what they need to do dirt work-wise and all of that because, yes, all that has to be factored in as well. Yeah, they don't have to do a lot of dirt work where they're elevating. It's pretty much just leveling it out and maybe skimming an inch or two off. You know what I mean? And the other thing to think about as well is just get a quote on, hey, I just want you to level things up, put the barn up, and I'll handle the concrete and electrical after the fact because you could save money doing it that way as well. Yep. And then I was, I, here's the problem. If you go to like a Menards or home, they all have those barn kits. Right. Guy that, right. you know, out here by me years ago, he got one at Sutherland's. But he was, the thing is, is finding a decent contractor to come out and put it up. That's right. That's right. No, you're, you're not lot, wrong. A lot of the contractors that do this work, they want to sell you everything and make, you know, get their, you know, whatever your markup is, it's, got to be 10 to 20 percent they're making on you know selling you the building and everything correct correct so i mean all right well you think 58 a little high still i will continue shopping yep i would shop it more i think that's high all right, for that size done? i think it's high okay have a good day all right man appreciate you john steve hang tight we'll come right back fix it radio klz 560 you are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured but you're not alone While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Leuenberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, We here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. 
calibrations. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Home of the original Asset Manager Loan, where you pay less interest and own your home faster, pay off your debt and save six to nine hundred a month, have access to your equity for thirty years. Call seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred now. We listen and promise to do our best for you. Take aim, affordable interest mortgage. Seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. Over twenty years of low rates, outstanding service, and number one at putting you first. Let us show you how our experience saves you money. 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by Dora. Equal credit lender. Premier Home Remodels will bring your outdated, empty nester home into the 21st century. Your children have moved out and you're ready to give a facelift to your impractical bathroom, turning it into a beautiful and complete master suite. Your original tile and 70s bathtub are out of date, and it's time to create the space you have always dreamed of. You want something more functional and enjoyable, and Premier will help you achieve this. Soaking in that new spacious tub will take away your stress of the day, and and Premier knows the longer you wait to remodel, the more costly the remodel will be down the road, as costs are only going to increase. Premier's expert design team communicates with you throughout the entire process and works within your budget while completing your perfect master suite, making it your own. Don't wait to remodel your bathroom. Do it now with Premier Home Remodels by going to klzradio.com remodel. That's klzradio.com remodel. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadwick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. <laughs> We are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. If you're listening to us as a replay, by the way, today's show is November the 4th, live show. Daylight saving time ends tonight. So by the time you listen to a replay, that has already occurred. 
If you have any questions, though, 307-200-8222 is the text line, or you can call in directly, 303-477-5600. Steve, what's going on? Commander John, Private Steve, how are you today? Good. How are you, sir? Good. On your Vegas trip, quick question before I get to the content question. When you are there, did you do the observation wheel? We actually had dinner at Top of the World. Uh, you know that big observation wheel? Yep. Just off the strip? Yep. The Harris? Didn't, um, did not go little, there. We got, we got a little place just east of there. Watching that thing being constructed was amazing. They dug down easily, two or 300 feet, to put in these huge concrete anchors. Came in a year late, a wow. billion dollars over cost, which you can only do in Vegas, of course. But uh, anyways, just got a quick mention on Vegas. I like resourceful homeless people. And any given night, particularly in the summertime, you've got 100, 120,000 people motoring up and down the strip, walking, and a lot of them forget water. So the yep. homeless crowd, they go out and they buy this stuff. They got to buy the case, the Sam's or whatever, for about 25 cents a bottle and sell it for four bucks, mm-hmm. which is a 616X. I like that. The homeless in Denver and the homeless in Colorado Springs, they don't do that. Don't even think about that. <laughs> but Good anyway, point. I agree with you. Trump Tower is a great place to stay. The employees love it. We stayed in one in New York. So, anywho, we are in the middle of the insurgent combat zone with the roofing nail gun guys. Oh, boy. So, not be some background noise. But I was going to ask you, first of all, I like that idea on the microchip on the battery key fob. Yes. How, how much are they, by the way? I'm going to do this from memory, so don't quote me on this. And it, it depends on the quantity you buy. But I want to say 170 for a single and 140 if you buy two or more. But don't quote me. I'll have them on and get that for sure, Steve. Okay, well, I beat the stolen card on the question. Oh, uh, yes, and the deductible that goes with it. Yeah, uh, the question is, you got these Bavarian guys, and it the key is a sealed unit. And the deal is, you go into the dealer with your ID and your registration. Okay. And they go, okay, come back tomorrow, and we'll give you a new laser-cut key. I don't see any way that's going to work on this sealed unit that BMW likes to do, which really just hacks me off. Yeah, I don't know on that one. You've got to have, in this case, this particular uh, unit that I'm talking about, and if you're catching us late at SEMA show, I saw a item whereby it's a chip that goes around. It's a device that goes around the battery in the fobs. You have to have access to the battery in the fob, Steve, and once you do that, it deactivates the fob as it sits still for about three minutes. Well, that's the problem. I mean, even Ben, for God's sake, you can access the battery, but not on these BMW keys. It just drives me crazy. Which is so dumb because, I mean, again, that is one of those things. The dealer is holding those folks captive, making sure they come back to them for everything, including putting a battery in a fob. Precisely. Well, no, they they don't put a battery in a fob. They do a new laser-cut key for 500 bucks. Yeah, which is ridiculous, too. Just dumb. It's sealed. You can't access it for a little $3 battery replacement. Anyway, enough of that rant. No, that's just but, dumb. Um, I think it's dumb, too. Just like the subscription service to turn on your heated steering wheel. I agree. There was some chatter around SEMA about that. I'm glad you just said that, Stephen. There was some chatter around SEMA that uh, some of the folks on the, you know, on the kind of the aftermarket manufacturing side, I, that hasn't gone super well for most of the OEM. So kind of the chatter around SEMA was I, w- w- the... The industry doesn't see that proceeding. They think that was something the OEMs pushed out. That doesn't mean that down the road it won't be accepted. But currently, uh, that was a bad idea that really fell flat on its face. Good. And 
by the way, in reference to that, I got an oil change on Baby Mama Persian Princess's Benzer yesterday, and I was asking a guy, do you have the scanning tool for the 740i? Because there's, right. there's two weird deals. There's It's not on the left side panel, but there's one in the car above the center console, but the real one is underneath the hood, like a 32-pin connector. And he says, yeah, we don't have that. Hmm. So it's like, if you're going to do European cars, uh, you probably ought to have a scan. Yes. I know it's not cheap. but Yes, no, you need to. You're correct in that. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, on the house deal, we have had an attack of the killer voles, those little... Yep, hate those things. Well, first I start out, doesn't happen very often, every four to five years. I put in the poison sticks yep. Winnie makes. Yep. But then I thought, you know, we got, because we're a corner lot, main interest in the sub, maybe that's not such a good idea with all the kids and dogs walking by. So I got the ultrasound, and that worked good. Yeah. But now they're back. So I'm thinking, uh, asking you, what are any other options? Uh, you know, and first of all, it doesn't bother me as far as the kids and the pets. I've known, you know, and I'm not an expert in this area, but I've not known too many even cats to eat dead things, Steve. Typically, like they like to eat their live prey. And the chances of having another animal like that, you know, I just doesn't. It's, I think it's more of a wives' tale than it is anything else. I'd still use the poison sticks and do that if it were me. Okay, because I was concerned about kids and dogs somehow nope, getting. I wouldn't worry about it. Ingesting that poison. Nope, I wouldn't worry about it. I, you rarely hear of anything ever happening. All right, well, have a fantastic day. You too. Appreciate it. John and Littleton, hang tight. I'll take your call as soon as we come back to, to drive radio in a moment. So don't go anywhere. It won't be very long. I'll be right back. This has been Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Again, you can find us at fixitradio.com. And we've got some new exciting things coming on the website here in the not too distant future. I'll talk about probably next week as well. So, guys, hang tight. Uh, our next program is next. Don't go anywhere. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. and opinions expressed on KLC 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.